We're back for our second episode. Um, Thank you for joining. If you're new, um, welcome. Really good to have you guys. Um, Also, just want to thank you to those who listened. Um, Some of our close friends actually listened to our podcast, which was really nice, wasn't it? It was nice. Yeah, we had some really helpful feedback from people who liked the topics we talked about, which was really cool. And yeah, we're excited to do more and get more feedback. Um, Also disclaimer. So um, we like to talk about lots of random things and there are some topics which we might talk about that we may have absolutely no idea. So I'm just literally talking out of my ears. And so we're learning um, and it's good that you're also paying attention too. You know, obviously we try not to say fake news or anything and do research if we're saying facts, but still rely more on google and encyclopedia than us please yep yep please get your news from newsworthy sources trusted sources yeah trusted sources so i thought uh we'll start off by uh doing this sort of icebreaker even though i did say i hate icebreakers but i think this one's a bit of a fun one to be honest just thought we'll start off by talking about nicknames actually um yeah i mean peyting did you have any nicknames growing up I had a few and unsurprisingly they all started with the letter P. I know, very original (laughs) in accordance with my name. But the one that stood out to me when I was thinking about it is for some reason in like primary school and even maybe high school, a lot of people used to call me Pantene Pro V. Maybe Pantene (laughs) was really big back in the day. In fact, I think it was before we discovered that it was filled with all sorts of nasty stuff, but it, it was pretty big and everyone seemed to love Pantene. I, I, don't, I think purely because of the letter P in the name. And it sounds really close to painting. Is that also yeah. why? Dang. I think so. Maybe you also had really shiny hair. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. And I, also I think because a lot of Aussies in my school probably couldn't say my name. So they just, res- um. they just took the easy option and said, just call it Pantene. It was something they're familiar with. Damn, that's that's no good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's okay. okay. It happens, right. you know, with a Chinese well, name. I hope you're you're not being called Pantene now. I would find that kind of strange, seeing as no one uses Pantene Pro V. Or, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe people do use Pantene Pro V. I don't know anyone that uses it. It's still on the shelves. Oh, but there's just so many shampoos out there now. So yeah. Uh, some people called me Ting Mate as well. That was the sort of Aussie Aussie version. <laughs> Ting yeah. Mate. All right, Ting I'm going to start calling you that. I like that. Ting Mate. <laughs> and what about you? What what nicknames did you have? For me, um, look, again, also very unoriginal and a very classic one. So my name being Esther, a lot of people called me Easter. Um, I really did oh, not yeah. like that. I don't know why. It just It's not even a bad name, but it's just like, um, you can call me Esther, okay? Not Easter. Yeah, where did that A come from? Asian aunties and uncles uh, may call me Easter, but maybe they just struggled to say Esther. Um, but when kids started calling me Easter, I was like, bruh, I'm not going to respond to you. I really hate that. Um, <laughs> also, anything that rhymed with Esther, um, you know, there's a naughty one and I... 
Well, I had people call me that and I did not like it. If you can guess what it was, um, good on you, but I didn't really I like can't. it. I can't. Oh, am, I, am I pure? I can't think of it. No, it's not naughty. It's just very like, like, it's not great. Like, okay. Do you want me yeah. to say it? Yes. If it's explicit, we can beep it out for our young <laughs> listeners. Well, okay. So it's not, it's not anything rude or anything but they would used to say esther the molester and it just because it rhymed purely because it rhymed and i was probably quite young so i didn't even really understand myself and then obviously now i'm just like that is not at all uh i am not a molester everyone um yeah that's good to know (laughs) i don't really like children that much um so yeah so don't call me either esther or the other one please (laughs) yeah noted (laughs) But if I were to give myself one, which I actually did, um, so I call myself Little Tasty. So I was really into street names, like street names. I like that one. Pretty lame to give yourself a nickname and it hasn't really stuck. Um, But people, you can call me Little Tasty if you want. That's that's one I can approve of. Is it so? L I L T A S T Y? Exactly. Little Tasty. Did you give yourself any nicknames? Growing up, I liked the idea of having a, like a gangster nickname, yeah. sort of like really cool. I used to call myself like Fried Chicken Isha. Oh sort my of other goodness! Sort of Isha names. I no longer I call me that, and it. also no one else called me that. But or Beyonce. I love it. Oh yeah. Oh, didn't we call ourselves you were Beyonce and I was Solange? <laughs> we did. I forgot about that. That was that was a. Few I was years happy ago. to be Solange. Actually, it's a good representation of our relationship as well you're the Beyonce I'm the Solange (laughs) hopefully I don't have a Jay-Z yeah we don't want any Jay-Z's no otherwise you'll have a punch up in the elevator (laughs) I still don't really know what happened actually Um, I don't think anyone does it's it's a mystery like there's mm. mysteriously no tapes of that incident between Jay-Z and Solange in the elevator I guess uh this is week one of uh, hitting 70% and with some restrictions lifting for us in New South Wales. So everyone, I don't know, could have very mixed feelings about it. Some people are very yeah. happy. I mean, you know, that first day I watched the news and a lot of people were rushing to um, either to Kmart or to um, get their hair done. Some barbers were actually opening up at midnight that day and some people wow. were really rushing to the gym. We, I think, just hit 80% fully vaxxed adults in New South Wales, um, yeah, in the last few days or today. And that means that mm. I think from tomorrow, which is the 18th, we should be able to f- more fully open up um, in terms of mm-hmm. having more people visit our house and um, less restrictions. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Have you been out and about? What have you done in the last week? And uh, was it as exciting as you had thought it would be? I have been out and about. Um, so actually returned back to work for the first time in the three months. Um, that was yeah. interesting. And obviously where I work, they're a bit more strict on um, wearing PPE. I had to wear that um, the whole day and mm. also wear more protective eyewear. And that was obviously a mark of like, yeah, they are taking this covid Um, outbreak very seriously because yeah while restrictions are being lifted there is that sort of risk of transmissions occurring um, at an increasing rate 
um, and that's to be expected, I suppose. I guess their idea of COVID zero is no more. Um, we are going to have to yeah. live with it. Um, so I went to work. I mean, that's not the enjoyable thing. But uh, yeah. on Saturday, I actually met up with you. Um, you're the yes. first person I got to see out of lockdown, which was really nice. Got to hang out, catch up, eat at a park. Yeah. Um, we hopefully, we went to, in the hopes of getting pizza actually, but that place wasn't open in the, in the daytime. I should write them a strongly worded note just to say, please open yep. during the day because I want we pizza. We need the pizza. During the day. Yeah, um, pizza at all hours. And uh, I've just been out to a restaurant yesterday night and I went to a movie theatre. Well, I don't know why I said movie theatre. It's actually, yeah, just the cinemas. <laughs> I don't know, it's just very formal. Very American uh, there. Yeah, I went to the movies. I went to the movies for the first yeah. time in a long time. So that was really And what did you nice. watch? Uh, I watched Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. So... Uh, the new Marvel movie uh, with Simu Liu as the Asian superhero. So that was really good to watch. I cried a lot in it. Um, I don't know, there was just some scenes where I was very like, wow, okay, there's just showing a lot of Asian customs and lots of cultural things that you don't normally see in, say, Western movies or even other movies where there's the Asian character but nothing is highlighted about their Asian heritage. Um and the end was, yeah, it's it's sad. There's definitely some moments where, yeah, you're rooting for this person and then, you know, people change throughout and they grow. And I think that's a good indication of a, a good movie. What about you? I also went back to the office this week. Uh, not everyone in my team returned, but we were given the option to go in. So I went back to, um, yeah, to the office and... It was nice seeing people again. Some people in my uh, new team I haven't even met yet since I started a new job. So it was nice to see them. And I went back to my first spin class this week, which is something I've been really missing because I don't have a bike at home in lockdown. So it's been, mm. it was so nice to go back in the studio, spin with my favorite instructor, and just to sort of, yeah, feel like you're part of a community again, exercising and because yeah, it was really fun. So did a few classes. I've already booked my next ones for the next week. So I feel like life is normalizing. Um, and similar to you, I didn't, you know, rush out to the shops or anything. But I did notice there were huge queues at my local Zara and Maya and people were queuing up. I mean, yesterday you and I queued for like half an hour to get into Lululemon, which is just <laughs> ridiculous. Like, it, yeah, it, it took so long just to get in the store. But yeah, I feel feel less excited about being, you know, going to the shops because I guess during lockdown we had the option of doing shopping online and getting all that we needed. So there wasn't really anything lacking, I felt, even though the shops were open. But it seemed like people mm. were rushing to the shops as if they had, like, never done online shopping or something. Like, people were walking out with huge bags. So, yeah, that I felt like it was... Maybe it was a crowd mentality as well. Everyone's shopping, so everyone's getting in on that. But, yeah, it was a really exciting mm. week. Um very overwhelming at times I think just seeing the crowds of people because I really enjoyed the dis social distancing side of things and I hope that won't go away now that we can go out and about but um, definitely busier less looking at my phone this week and but overall really excited to for things to open up again I mean I did eat out mm. at a restaurant as well similar to you on Friday 
And that felt really weird just to like sit down and see people across the, the table and have a chat. But it was really nice. And I also did watch Shang-Chi as well on Friday. <laughs> so I felt oh. like we've had the, sim- the same weekend. But I oh, also I th- really I think- liked it. I think, yeah, I had a friend as well who said that she did exactly the same things as I did. And I was like, well, (laughs) I mean, that's that's probably what we enjoyed doing. So, yeah, Yeah. we just want to get back to doing those things. Hey. Yeah. No, it was great. I guess I'm not really rushing to go out to, you know, visit every restaurant again and and line up at the shops again. I'm, I'm happy to sort of take it slow and adjust my way back into into society outdoors again yeah re-entering society yeah this article that i was reading this week that um someone sent me and i found it to be very useful it was basically saying how sort of bears take their own time to leave hibernation like they, they hibernate for all of the cold winter and when they leave hibernation they in the first few weeks out of their lockdown, they go through this stage <laughs> known as a walking hibernation. Yeah, Ooh. where they, they still sleep like quite a lot. Um, they don't eat as much, they don't roam very far and they sort of naturally ease out of their hibernation into normal bear life very slowly. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, I like that as well because I feel like in the same way, it's okay if we also take our time to go back out slowly into society. And mm-hmm. I thought it would be nice to talk about, you know, post-lockdown, how do we plan on easing our way back into, you know, society? And, um, you know, we, we also know the reality that coming out of lockdown doesn't mean that, you know, all of life's issues will be magically erased or dealt with. Like, it's still mm-hmm. real life, you know, that that's just not kind of with restrictions indoors. Um, and we still have to put, you know, time and effort into making sure that our mental health is top of mind and um, we're taking care of ourselves as well. So I think, yeah, just wanted to run through some of the questions from that article. I thought they were quite useful to reflect on and ask ourselves. And I thought I would read them out to you and maybe ask you like one or two of them to see what yeah. your answer is. Yeah. Hit, hit me. The ABC article said, um, perhaps ask yourself these questions. So in the first few weeks or months, how will I balance going out with um, more with enough relaxation at home? Uh, If I have the choice, how will I negotiate working in the office and working from home? How will I adjust my budget for changes to spending patterns? Um, As I am increasingly out in the community, how will I manage my anxieties about COVID still being present? And who do I need to talk to about this? Um, mm. It also had some good questions about asking yourself what your boundaries are. So, you know, um, important questions. Like if, if I encounter people who have chosen not to be vaccinated, what is my stance on physical proximity with them? How do I respectfully express this? The potential sensory overload of being back among many people with lights and noise may feel overwhelming. Do I need this in stages or should I give myself permission to leave events early? I'm definitely going to leave events early. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and lastly, the, the topic of what working out what matters to you. Um, you know, ask yourself, what self-care rhythms do I want to continue? Uh, is this a new season to do something different? 
for exercise or creative expression? I thought they were really good questions to reflect on as we come out of lockdown. Were there any of those questions that particularly stood out to you? Yeah, I think the first one that you asked. So, like, Mm. I think that is a very good question that I think most people also um, have to ask themselves um, is the how will I balance going out more with enough relaxation at home? Um, So I guess for me, um, you know, I feel like I relax and chill more than the average person. Um, I think it's the nature of my job. It isn't too stressful. And being Mm. working from home at the moment, uh, the chilling happens exactly when I close my laptop and I eat from my study, as soon as that time Yeet hits the clock, there. I'm like, nope, see ya. So I am a little bit better in terms of boundaries because we are working mm. from home. And um, I definitely don't go out as much socially. Um, I know that sounds very funny the way I say that, but um, that's something I definitely could improve on. So I have periods yeah. of time where I go all out, like I will be out almost every night of the week. So for example, yeah. my birthday month, I definitely see everyone that I can think of and I go out and eat or do lots of fun things, or I can either hermit and see one person every few weeks. So barring obviously, you know, church people when we were seeing each other in person, like on Sundays, yeah. but I wouldn't really go out socially but I actually do a lot of things so I would Mm. have a lot of exercise classes I used to go to squash every week Um, I just have random little things that I do after work so they're not in the purpose of socializing with people it's more that I'm just doing things by myself Yeah. Um, so I would be busy, but the thing is, I'm not busy with anyone. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah. But now that I have the time or I will try to make time, I'd love to do more one-to-ones with people. So if you're listening and you're keen to meet up with me, let me know. It'll be Hit nice to, to connect or reconnect. Um, yeah, obviously people I know, not randoms. I'm sorry. Maybe yeah. one day, but... Um, She's not up for that. Um, it's, n- no, yeah, probably never. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hit, um, hit me up or slide into my DMs, Yeah, you know. yeah. So it sounds like you're not keen to go back into huge groups of people, but you, you're more keen to do the more intimate personal one-on-one catch-ups with people. Yeah, correct. Um, I think really the only large group I really do hang out with would be my church friends. Mm. And that's because I know them quite well and I can tolerate them. Sorry to anyone that's listening. I love you guys. Um, But yeah, I never really had a large, large group of friends that I hung out with. It's always just been a group of a few people at a time. And that's probably how much I can tolerate at this point. And yeah, yeah, nothing's really changed for me that way. But I think meeting up with more people because I should have time really, um, would be good. So hit yep. me up. That's a public service announcement to hit Esther up, everyone that, she, <laughs> no, no randos, but just her friends, please. No random pics, please. Yep. Only pics of dogs or fun things or memes. That's memes. All. We love the memes. We nice. The memes. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um, mm. And I mean, look, for you, because we both said we just came back from work, um, yeah. working at least a few days of last week. How did you feel about that? Did you, I mean, you chose to go into work. Did you enjoy going back into the office? Because you said you started a new role and, you know, you met some new people on your team. Well, they're new to you, but, you know, yeah. you're new to the team. So 
like how will you feel about going into work more as we are told to go back into work? I think for me, I'm really excited to go back in the office because a lot of my role involves like talking to my team organically and leaning over and having a chat. And I think it's because I'm new as well to this particular role that I want to be there in person just so I can learn from them around me. So that's why I went back into the office because I just wanted to hear, you know, what was going on around me from my teammates rather than having to send an email every time I wanted to ask a question or anything. The only kind of annoying thing was having to like, you know, do the commute again in the morning and Mm, having to, you know, try to eat healthily. So packing lunch and prepping that and all that takes time. Um, That was probably the only annoying thing that happened. But I mean, that's what we did for years and years before lockdown happened. So it's not like a new phenomenon that, oh, I have to take a train and make my lunch. (laughs) Like it's kind of just going back to my old ways. And it was nice to get back into a routine. My heart really goes out to all the parents I've had to do homeschooling in the last few months. And now as the kids go back to school, they you know have to readjust to that, but still have the flexibility um, and work from home. Because a lot of friends I spoke to, they said they really wanted to keep working from home, you know, at least half the week sort of thing. So mm. I think it's important to still have the option. I think people feel the most dissatisfied when they don't have at least the option or the the choice to do it. Like if you completely just 100%. take it away, yeah, that's then I think that also emotionally and psychologically becomes the issue. But if you give the option, then that even if you don't take it, even if the employee doesn't take it, they come to the office every day, it still makes them feel good, I think. So I think mm. that's where workplaces are going, um, which I, I appreciate. So. Yeah. 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 On that note, I had some friends who are specifically looking for jobs that do offer remote workspace, Mm. um, work hours and um, even a hybrid. Yeah, is a good option to have. I think it is all about options. What self-care things are you still wanting to continue? One way to really keep sane during lockdown was to like work out, have a daily workout routine. I hope to still be able to keep that up and look after my health and um, also started taking a lot of vitamins during lockdown because oh. what else do you do in lockdown? So I'm, I took one before from JS Health for my, for my hair, not sponsored, but it's great, by the FYI. It's really good for hair growth. So I took that, but been using some of her other stuff as well, like the de- detox one, deep bloat one's really good. I take her probiotics. Um, just I took a lot of her stuff so I want to keep that in a routine because I, I yeah I bought a little pill box so I can carry it, all my pills with me and kind of pop the pills in the office if I need to <laughs> use them. I hope they know it's vitamins not other I, sort of I hope so. illegal I, illicit substances. Yeah like oh Peyton's there in the corner taking eight to nine pills a day at 8am <laughs> what's going on and I think lastly to keep a routine just you know still keeping up with my quiet times making sure that I stay on top of um, reading the Bible, um, setting that time aside. I actually wrote that down too, is to also continue doing quiet time. I think the busier we are, the more time we think we don't have. But in fact, we actually do still have time and we should be making God that priority for Bible reading or for praying or for quiet time. So yeah, please be my accountability partner as well. I will. Um, we thought it would be nice to do a little section called show and tell where similar to what we did growing up you know in school we would 
bring to the podcast one thing that you know either we've learnt in these last few weeks or something that we would like to share with our podcast class. Esther, yes. why don't we start off with you? Yeah, so they're actually, yeah, so funnily enough, there's actually nothing to show since it is a podcast, but it's just a catchy title. <laughs> but um, just so tell. I was trying to tell um, Peyting, like without being too cryptic, I was like, oh, it's really fun. I think you'll really enjoy this. So it's actually um, after we watch Shang-Chi, um, hmm. I like to read everything right after I finish watching a movie, like, you know, who's the cast, what have they been in, IMDb, uh, like recaps, Easter eggs, Reddit, anything about the movie, yeah. just to see if I've missed anything, because I can watch a movie at face value and not get any of the themes, unfortunately, because I'm just dumb. Yeah. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so I read other people's reviews, and I'm like, oh, I see, that's funny. I get it now. Um, yeah, I get it now. And... I think I was reading a BuzzFeed article, you know, 41 references you may have missed in Shang-Chi. And there's actually one that I thought would be really fun to share. So this is actually a recent show and tell. So um, this is nothing to spoil the movie, so don't worry. Um, But in Hong Kong, um, there's many skyscrapers and uh, I'm sure you've it's a concrete jungle, so just imagine that. There are many skyscrapers and they're constructed with what they're called is dragon gates. Um, so they designed it like that. So it's just a hole in the skyscraper, which would allow dragons to fly through them from the mountains to reach the sea. And it symbolizes prosperity and it ensures a positive flow of chi. So it's a very feng shui kind of idea, which I don't necessarily believe in. But if you actually Google later Dragon's Gate, which I did later, because I was like, I don't really think I've seen a huge gate, but really it's just a big hole in apartment blocks or skyscrapers in Hong Kong. And I'm sure they have that also in China. And it's just a large hole that they think, you know, maybe back in the days they allowed dragons to go through. Um, And like I said, it's to bring that idea of prosperity and it's a good feng shui. So yeah. Is it a hole literally in the middle of the apartment or is it hidden on like a corner or something? Definitely not hidden. Um, It is definitely quite obvious when you look through it. And you'll be surprised when you look through some photos on Google and you're like, wow, there are actually so many buildings that have that design. Um, And next time, if and when we can travel back to Asia or to China or to Hong Kong, definitely take a look around. It's definitely quite common. Interesting. I wonder if people could accidentally trip and like fall in the hole and die <laughs> or, or did, they, did they cover it adequately or have a sign being like dragons only definitely safely designed oh i i really like that fact so my show and tell for this week is uh it is a, an, a physical item which i'll show you you can see it but unfortunately the listeners cannot oh. see it so fun fact i have never in my entire life owned an ipad like never, like not an iPad mini or pro. I even worked there for for quite a while in university. Oh I have all the products, but I've never owned an iPad. I don't know why. I think I just never, never thought, never saw a need to have an iPad. Yeah, so I have been making good use of my new iPad. I started to watch the new season of You yesterday. And so far I'm halfway through, not loving it so far. I think find the main character um, main characters 
quite annoying. But I liked season one and two, so I'm giving it a red hot go. But yeah, it's just convenient to watch Netflix shows on there and do some browsing. But you know, it basically is a little laptop, doesn't really do anything super unique, but <laughs> it's always exciting to get new tech. So that is my little show and tell for this week. Well, I think at this time, we'll probably wrap things up. Um, there were a lot of things that we wanted to discuss, but I think we'll, we'll try to space them out for future episodes. Um, one topic I think that is quite, um, you know, near and dear to our hearts would be um, growing up Asian in Australia. Um, I think most of our listeners are very similar to who we are. And, you know, I don't know if any other new listeners that find our podcasts are also from that same sort of um, background, but this is something we would love to discuss um, and more future topics as well. So watch out for that. Um, we also have an Instagram. Um, so if you do want to follow us, um, we'll definitely approve you. So um, the podcast uh, or the, sorry, the Instagram name is ssen.podcast um, on Instagram. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Stay salty. Stay spicy. And, and be, be nice. Nice. That was a really long B. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I wasn't sure when you were going to go. Um, all right, well, we'll keep